good to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Live from the Twin Cities, we are the Daves you know. This is the Daves I know. You want me to be that type of dude and I want to be who you like me to But we both know I can't do nothing at all You say there's no use in walking out and Okay, and welcome to episode 267 of the Dave's I Know podcast. Took a, a week off there. Um, again, it's been a, you know, a relatively, I mean, I, I guess it hasn't been a bumpy free preseason, but um, there wasn't a ton to report until basically end of the week last week when all of a sudden there was a shit ton of uh, Mr. United news. So uh, we have the regular crew here. Jess, Jess, how are you Hello. doing? Um, I am in my pajamas, but I did shower before the pod, so I'm also squeaky clean and uh, just loving that um, I actually have the month calendar up and there's a Minnesota United season match on it, and I'm really excited about that. There is. There is indeed. MJ. MJ is also here. MJ, how are you doing, bud? I'm tired. Um, I just got done playing in the St. Paul uh, room ball playoffs and uh, super fun. We were the sixth seed out of 10 and we took fourth. Nice. Good job, buddy. Yeah. Um, sorry, your uh, soccer team lost today. I'm not sorry. You're, you're not sorry. So don't even. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. yeah. Don't even say that. Um, yeah. uh, but I would say this. It, it went as I expected. Not. Not how I expected. We can talk about that in a little bit. Uh, let's let's sort of jump right or in, <laughs> or not. We could also not talk about. It. We'll see. We'll see how, how far the how long the podcast uh, goes. Um, yeah, I got a hot date, and I still got to <laughs> put on my face. So, all right, fair enough. Uh, all right, so Minnesota United news. Uh, since we've uh, last uh, got together. Oh my God, oh my God. Wait, wait. I have to ask you guys a question. When I sent you the link of this news, was it the first you'd gotten it or did you already know? What news? The Ray No Show news. Oh, no, 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 no. No, we knew. I had it, but they got like an hour. Anyway, I was, I, 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 was, I, was, I was actually going to start with uh, us officially signing Miguel uh, to P.S. Oh, okay. um, Mickey, as he's referred to, um, which I'm sure will be my son's new favorite player because his name is Mickey. Um, uh, M-I-C-K-E-Y. M-I-C-K-Y. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, anyways. Uh, so that was officially, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, that, that, um, Mark Watson was down in Mexico with Pachuca trying to get this deal done. It got done. He's up here. He's playing, which is great. Um, but to Jess's point, the Ray No Show news. Uh, Ray No Show. You're so clever, bitch. Emmanuel Reynoso suspended without pay uh, by MLS for not showing up for uh, preseason. And everybody's kind of speculating about what might be the reason here? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to uh, 
the Janon to start. <laughs> Jan Janon, give okay. us your give us your your theory here. Maybe I'm just rusty, right? I'm out of the game. We've been in the off season. I've been listening as usual to maybe a tad too much true crime content. However, I'm like genuinely feeling concerned about his well-being, like like on um, a fundamental level. Have when's the last time we've heard from him? Like I'm worried. Should I not be as worried as I am worried? Like I just hope he's okay. Okay. MJ Anon, what's your take? My take is that, well, not my take. The MJ behind MJ Anon's take is that <laughs> money talks. Minnesota United are going to try to not pay money when they can't. And so if they find that Ray has violated some NLS or club rule, like not showing up to training, they're going to institute that and say, yep, because of this, you can't get paid. And then what MJ Anon says is that underneath the table, they're helping fund his legal, his legal fees. Hmm. Well, they, that's they, very Anon for sure. They, they that, just, that, signed, that's just what the MJ Anon, what's going on on the MJ Anon parlor. That's all I can say. They just signed his ass to a three-year, a three-year extension last year. He just started his new fucking contract. Yeah, I know. This like, year. I'm I'm really concerned that nobody said like, yeah, we talked to him on Tuesday. Like when I, I it makes a difference in my mind. Has it been a week since we've heard from him or one of his representatives? Like, oh my gosh. I'm just concerned that this is going to turn into an episode of Dateline or 48 Hours or 2020 or possibly all three. So, I mean, I guess the other big thing is like, what, what does this mean? Um, is he, is he just not showing up because he doesn't want to come or, right, like, or is he being held hostage for it, ransom or is he, is he in jail? Like, um, right. Is he serving time? Is, is he in jail? Is, is, is he in jail for actual real legal reasons? Like, or are he, they trumped up? Because he, because no, no, I mean, because he hit a kid with a fucking pistol. Well, like, I, I don't think, I mean, honestly, I guess don't want to give the, uh, the, uh, police the benefit of the doubt, but, um, it was widely reported. Uh, well, and, I wouldn't and be his, America, so why would I in Argentina give the police the benefit of the doubt ever? Yeah, but it, it was widely reported, and and his team never um, denied that he hit a kid with a gun. And so I'm, I guess, I, I don't, I personally don't trust the police as as far as I can throw them. I don't trust uh, Minnesota United's front office as far as I can throw them. Um, but if uh, yeah. if no one's if no one is uh, saying. Oh, he didn't actually hit the kid with the gun. He threw the gun or something, you know, like that, but no one, no one has actually said anything, anything other than, well, nobody's even saying we're not, they're, they're, they're like, not, they're not denying up. it. We're not paying him anymore. Yeah. Like, uh, Reynoso and his team keep using personal issues and personal matters. Um, and apparently legal has never been part of the conversation. Uh, I mean, a couple weeks ago, Adrian Heath said that they had a good conversation on a Sunday. And then when they addressed the media on Monday, expecting him to be back and, you know, within a couple of days and then that, you know, didn't happen. So um, it's a, it's an interesting situation considering that, you know, 
uh, I believe I can't remember who. Uh, it, it might have been on a Slack that I was that I'm on a soccer Minnesota United soccer Slack, but basically they're like, of the 49 goals that um, Minnesota United scored last year, Reynoso was involved in 30 of them, and he missed like five games. So Reynoso is literally it, this the Adrian Heath uh, plan A is get the ball to Reynoso and hope shit happens. If, uh, if that is not plan A this year, um, and it doesn't sound like it's going to be at least at the start of the season, then I'm very curious as to what Adrian Heath's plan A will, will be this year. So anyways, any anything else, any other speculation, uh, conjecture we want to do with Emmanuel Reynoso? I just hope he's okay. Me you know, too. Like- I hope justice is being served and that he's okay. Yeah. Me too, except if he hit a kid with a with a gun, then he deserves to rot in jail. Well, that's, so. that's what justice, you know, justice is interpretive and you just hope for it. Yeah. I'm going to say this. I said it before. You, you cannot be pro lifting athletes out of poverty and out of bad neighborhoods with sports and then expect them to be perfect angels and leave all their family or old friends or old neighborhoods behind. Some of that stuff is a gradual transition. Nobody is perfect. Um, People do bad things after they've committed to do better and good things. And Reynoso is human. There. There you go. Uh, All right. Anything else um, from uh, there? I don't think there's much other General Loon's news. Um, I just put in the 2023 kit release is this Friday, February 17th at 6 p.m., both online and at the Black and Blue team stores at Allianz Field. They're going to have a DJ, an enhanced shopping experience, free hot chocolate and cookies, stadium lighting. They're going to turn on the lights for us. And maybe yeah. even a giant loon sighting. A special offer from Fanatics. The first 150 jerseys sold will include two free supporters tickets to the home opener. Cool. Uh, how much did the team pay you to say that? Um, they didn't, but I was just learned of it. And I, for one, am interested. Okay. Uh, Coachella Valley Invitational is happening currently. The team lost uh, to the Rebels in the Coachella opener. Uh, one nothing. No one would know it because the games are not broadcast anywhere. Um, they play the Earthquakes uh, on Wednesday. And then I, another team on, I believe, Saturday. Maybe, or maybe Friday. I don't even know. It's because you, know, you can't uh, actually watch any of these games. So who the fuck cares? This team refuses to uh, let us engage with them, then we should not engage with this team. So, uh, all right, let's move on to uh, Minneapolis City, a team that actually cares about us and actually engages with us. Uh, last time we we chatted, we mentioned that they had hired uh, Carl Craig as the uh, head coach of the team. And like literally like two days after our, we are recording our podcast, uh, Minneapolis city held an event at Udapils, uh, their, uh, uh, beer sponsor. 
Um, and I think a, a kit sponsor as well. I think they're on a side patch or something. Um, and they host, they host, host an event at Uda Pills with supporters, um, members of the Minneapolis City team, and Carl Craig and MJ. And Jess, I know Jess mentioned you wanted to go. Jess, did you go? I did not. Okay. MJ, you went though. I did. Okay. It was let, us know, let us know about the meeting with Carl Craig. So uh, it was advertised as, you know, come meet the head coach, Q&A with Carl Craig. Um, apparently, uh, tea time with Carl Craig was, was trademarked. Um, for anybody at another club listening to this, that is a joke. Um, of course it was. And, but the, they had actually a large dais. They had a large uh, group in front. It was not just Carl Craig um, doing Carl Craig things. Uh, Matt Van Benskoten, the head coach uh, for the last, I want to say, four or five seasons. Um, uh, he was there as their current general manager. Uh, Peter Rivard, uh, assistant coach. Uh, he's now in charge of Salvo FC, the WPSL team that has a lot of gophers and former gophers on it. Um, and uh, Peter Rivard was also an assistant under Carl Craig when Carl was coaching Minnesota United in the NASL. Uh, of course, Carl Craig was there most recently with Ford Madison um, and also, as I said, coached Minnesota United, gave us a lot of fun memories when he was with Minnesota United. Um, John Pucci, who's been the goalkeeper coach at Minneapolis City for the last, I want to say two years, maybe more. Um, he's also been the goalkeeper developer coach for the Futures. So he's been kind of their number one goalkeeper coach at every level that City has played. And he comes from, well, he currently is the St. Mary's uh, men's soccer coach and formerly was an assistant for the Hamlin men and the McAllister women. Interestingly enough, uh, John Pucci has a U.S. Soccer Federation C license and is uh, pursuing a UEFA license in Scotland. Um, and then last but not least, uh, Tom Klajewski. Um, he's assistant coach at Minneapolis City as well. Uh, he is a former goalkeeper, but Carl Craig let him know. It's like, I already got my goalkeeper coach, John Pucci, um, but we need another guy. And so Tom Pucci currently is at uh, the direct, director of sport at Edina Soccer Club, former assistant at St. Thomas University. So they were all there. They all took questions. At times, Carl, like, had a question that he just had answered four questions in a row and he would defer to one of his assistants. So like, Hey, Peter, you should take this question. And it was fun. Ever the uh, gentleman. Yeah. Uh, it, it was great to hear Carl and all of his uh, Jordy voice glory. Uh, they mentioned the previous times that uh, he and Dan Hudeman had talked about them joining forces and kind of why it didn't work. You may or may not remember there were pictures of him at preseason Minneapolis City training in like around 2018. Um, and he was kind of on the sidelines and, and there were pictures out and like, hey, is that Carl Craig? Yeah, that's Carl Craig. Um, and the big thing that Carl did to just kind of explain to everything is, hey, this is third time's the charm. My big thing was training. We need training facilities and we need to train this many times a week if we want to be competitive. And apparently in the past, either in regards to the facilities or the number of times per week, 
was not something that Minneapolis City could guarantee or say with a certain amount of certainty. So that's why Carl Craig said it didn't work out in the past. He's like, now he's back. And there's this great quote that is really long and it'll probably end up in an article of mine, but it basically is like, like, I'll tell you what it's like. He's like, when you, when you have this club here, the way it's managed, organized, these types of people, these types of fans, it feels like home. And uh, that was, you know, just like the right words to say. Um, I will say, I'm just, I just off the top of my dome here, um, if they can't do tea time with Carl Craig, cup up with Carl. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sarah, uh, Dan, Matt, um, you guys know where to reach me for the uh, the licensing agreement for Couple with Carl. I'm going to yeah. probably trademark that as soon as we get off the podcast here. But yes, you should. No, it's <laughs> it should be a Patreon only pod. Well, oh, I have some I have some Patreon only content that I've been thinking up, guys. So <clears throat> we'll talk about that in a little bit. We need uh, <clears throat> Anyways, um, yeah, Couple with Carl is uh, should be the the next thing. No, this this is great. What was so any any other big takeaways from that conversation with uh, Carl what MJ? Was the atmosphere or ambiance. How many relishes or pickles did they have? I mean, I'm they sure everyone was no like, very excited. Pickles, and 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 more more importantly, they had no varieties of hot spicy peppers whatsoever. But well, they at least have, they didn't disappoint with lack of variety. But they did have a variety of beer. Oh, and which is uber important. Well, Jess, a lot of this comes down to expectations. What do I expect if from a very fancy, you know, field club level ticket with all you can eat food Mm -hmm. and a nacho bar versus what do I expect with a, from a brewery that doesn't even have their own kitchen? You know, those are two very different expectations. I stand corrected. Um, And so, yeah, but yeah, you know, Udupil's hits at home on the beer front, great beer. Uh, speaking of beer, David. Um, what beer? I mean, I, I beer is good. Formally, big fan of. So, do you, uh, do you want to explain the rum hams debacle? Oh fuck! I man. So last week was kind of a trip with uh, all of the. BS I had to deal with. Um, can you can you give me a refresher on it? Oh, just that uh, there was some posts going on from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia about the, the, the rum ham. And I said not to be confused with rum hams. Um, right. And, and, right. And I just, oh, I, oh, yes. Right, right, right. I did mention that I would give my, my very special recipe for a rum hams. Um, yeah. So um, I, I forgot to put it in the agenda. That's we fine. need to add this to the Dave's I know family cookbook. I, I mean, anybody who has listened to this podcast for more than like two years would will know the recipe. But I will give the recipe again. I mean, I'm sure we have we have thousands of new listeners um, every week <laughs> listening to our our dumbass shit. Maybe one um, or two, and we maybe keep one. <laughs> so, so the rest the recipe for our rum hams. Um, it's very it's it's not super intricate but it is very precise you need to have a hams and you pour it into a pint glass preferably from a tap not gonna lie it's better from a tap 
um, much like Coca-Cola, it's better from the spout than it is from a can. Um, but you pour your rum hams um, up to more or less almost the tippy top of your pint glass. So what, that's about 20 to 22 ounces of beer. You maybe give you give a little bit, you give maybe an ounce or so at the top of beer. Uh, you you know, leave that part open. Um, and then you take the cheapest fucking rum that you can find and you pour it, that pour that shit straight into the hams. Um to, to the tippy top of the glass. And then you drink it. That's I mean, it's pretty much it. It's not rocket science. It's it's uh it's more of an art than a science. Let's put it that way. It's, it's, it's not. It's, we're not doing any. We're not doing any STEM shit over here. We're doing art. We're not doing STEM. We're doing art. Um, yeah. And then yeah, then you drink that, and then you uh, you know have a hit podcast. That's kind of like those two things go hand in hand. So that's the rum hams. And you know what? Um, I'm trying to remember the last time I actually had a rum hams, and it was a long fucking time ago. Um, but man. Uh, I drank a lot of rum hams at the beginning at the me and David Martin in the early, early goings of this podcast. We would drink a lot of rum hams. Um, and then Martin got sick of them. So he would just drink like gigantic glasses of red wine and I would drink rum hams. So there was a, uh, the bar that we used to go to the Fitzgerald, um, which is not the Fitzgerald anymore over on Selby and Western. Um, they used to see me come in and even on non podcasting days, they would just pour me a rum ham, even though I was not going in expecting a rum ham. And sometimes I have to be like, okay, I guess rum I'll drink ham, that. But ham. And a rum, bottle of rum. Ham. I guess I don't, I don't really want to drink that, but I guess I'll drink this because I, I really wanted uh, EPA or something or something a little more hoppy, but you know what? Suck it up. So Ham uh, and rum, rum and ham, pork products. Sometimes um, when you make your bed, you have to lie in it. And that is kind of what Salami I... Salami blanket and all. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, anyways, so that's the rum ham recipe. Uh, hams, rum. That's it. But pour the hams in first. Do not pour the rum in first. Hams first, rum second. That's like the, oh, wait, the one wait, trick. Let me catch up. I, I have to add this critical note. Well, I, and also, do you, do you take us a straw and you stir it or... You just let the no. rum rum randomly mingle with the ham's beer. Oh no no you you want the rum to uh, dance with the hams. Okay. You want it to dance with the bears, the hams bears, in the in the hams. So yeah no no you definitely don't mix you don't you don't spin it at all you don't uh, you don't stir it you you let the you let the rum dance with the bears, and then you get to dance with bears after three of those so. I mean, if you're not seeing hams bears after three of those, you're doing it wrong. That is true. You're either getting yeah. shitty hams or terrible rum. And yeah, so. What about dancing? That's, <laughs> never, that's never kind mind. of a joke. <laughs> anyway, carry on. All right. Well, yeah. No, no. Hey, I know. No one does. <laughs> thank god i'm not alone no one knows what's going on uh uh so i guess the only you know there's more soccer minnesota united soccer coming up in the next week um no one can watch it because you know um 
this team and Apple fucking suck and the league sucks. So oh, so cool. Apple's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can watch any game you want in yeah. the regular the te- season. The team, the team, and every other MLS team is using uh, Apple as a meat shield right now. Yep. Even though most teams did not share show their their games, um, but some teams did. Meat and now, shield. And now other now those teams are also using Apple as their meat shield for not showing. Hammer uh, Hill. This is. The Apple season. Meat I, I I think it's, I mean, it, it just blows my mind that every time that there's like preseason stuff happening and everybody's like, like lots of Minnesota United fans are like, hey, it'd be really awesome to like watch this team. And yeah, then, and like maybe know something about what the fuck they're doing before prime time. I don't know. Weird. Well, I mean, the whole point is, is that we, we say this out loud. Um, and into uh, mics and into the the Twitter sphere and things like that, and then um, we get responses from the the team in the league that's basically like, "Why would you want to watch the yeah. soccer team right now in preseason?" It's that's like, a terrible sales technique. Let me just tell you. Just I, I yes, but that's been the their sales technique for the last year. So I I don't I don't honestly mm-hmm. I don't trust I don't trust. You want to watch. I don't trust a fucking word this that Minnesota United says personally. So, and I would, you know, tell people not to trust the word this team says. So, anyways, not the front um, office anyway. A player. Talk, what, let's talk sure. about a team that we can trust, and that is uh, University of Minnesota. Go for soccer. Yeah. So, really exciting right now because it's winter. It's the off season, but the Minnesota Gophers have new commits and not just commits that are incoming freshmen. They have transfers and recently equal time soccer partner of Soda soccer, another platform I'm a part of, they had a chance to interview four of the winter transfers go out. I will link this as soon as uh, David releases the audio for this on Twitter. I will link to where you can find the equal time soccer audio of them interviewing these four players really exciting goalkeeper Camilla Zhu um, from the University of Montana. Um, uh, name that Minnesota Aurora fans will be familiar with. Yelena Zabilich um, is coming from University of Illinois Chicago, whoop, whoop. where Aaron Chastain used to be. Um, she's also from Excelsior, so she knows some Minnesota soccer players. And uh, Attacker Megan Namick um, from Loyola, Chicago, also probably someone that Aaron Chastain saw play back when she was in Chicago, and Jordy Rothwell from Creighton, a defender um, who was raised in Madison, Wisconsin. So four players, different positions. It's going to add a lot of depth to this Gopher soccer team. It's going to be fun watching those games in the spring and even more fun seeing them compete in the Big Ten this fall. Cool. Um, all right. Minnesota Aurora. We don't have a ton of Minnesota Aurora news. Um, they should be dropping their schedule pretty soon, I would imagine. Um, I heard a funny rumor that uh, Minnesota United is dropping a um, Northern Lights kit, which is funny after <laughs> the Aurora launch of last year. So we shall see um, if that makes itself available, um, as it were. We- it gets kind of like just like a wavy, a wavy kind of kit. Uh, we're gonna, uh, we're not gonna talk about the 
the upcoming preseason matches. We will drop our MLS preseason preview podcast next week. Um, and then obviously talk about the upcoming match against FC Dallas on the 25th. Um, but we do have uh, the FIFA 2022 FIFA Club World Cup. Uh, before we get to that, I just one piece sure. of Aurora related news. Um, we announced this possibly in a previous podcast, Rochester FC, not to be confused with Med City, different club. Mm. Rochester FC is bringing clubs for the men in USL League Two, which means they will be a direct competitor of Minneapolis City, another very drivable away game. And then they are also putting a women's team in USLW. So uh, you want a great, like, geographic rival that's closer to drive to than Green Bay, Wisconsin, I give you Rochester FC. Um, I also point out to uh, Racine uh, and was announced as a uh, USLW team, as well as the Bavarians, uh, our old foes and friends, the Bavarians, who I think are going to be doing a same USL2 and uh, USLW team. So um, some really great opportunities to take the Amtrak, the, uh, the, um, the uh, Empire Builder to Chicago. Uh, hopefully they're going to be launching another, a second train to Chicago very soon. So um, yeah, definitely more opportunities to do some away travel. And I, again, I think the uh, Aurora and Minneapolis city schedule announcements will be coming out hopefully with the next, you know, uh, month or so, I would imagine probably sooner rather than later, but anyways, uh, MJ bring us up to speed with the FIFA 2022 club world cup well it's a silly tournament um it will be less silly as i think david pointed out to me that they're going to try to do a a a true club world cup with like 16 or 32 teams um from around the world uh but how it works is whoever wins their confederation cup otherwise known as their continental cup gets to go to this tournament so real madrid wins uefa champions league they're in Flamenco wins uh, Copa Libertadores, they're in, um, and so on. And so they do seed it where the teams that aren't as good have to play each other for playing rounds early. So you had um, Al-Ali from Egypt, um, who were the runners-up in the CAF Champions League. And the reason why, as runner-ups, they were in is normally – the host nation, this time Morocco, would get their top club team, national club team in. Well, their top club team, Wydad Casablanca, not only won the league, but won the CAF Champions League. So they didn't give it to the runners-up of Casablanca or of Morocco. They let Egypt get a team in as the runners-up of the CAF Champions League. So Ali plays Auckland and they beat Auckland City 3-0. That means that they advanced to play the Seattle Sounders where they beat the Seattle Sounders 1-0. Why did Casablanca, the hosts, um, just barely lose in a shootout to Al-Hilal from Saudi Arabia, who sadly beat all the East Asian teams I like in the AFC Champions League. And... Then we finally get to the semifinals where the heavy hitters come in. Uh, Flamengo from Brazil is playing Al-Hilal. Al-Hilal from Saudi Arabia upsets Flamengo. 
uh, 3-2, to two, Al-Halal has a goal scorer from Argentina on their roster. So, you know, some little fuel to the fire there on the Argentina-Brazil front. And then in the other semifinal, Al-Ali from Egypt loses 1-4 to four to Real Madrid. That puts Al-Ali and Flamenco in the third place game. Flamenco um, from Brazil beats Al-Ali 4-2 to two and not surprisingly Real Madrid win their, I don't know how many, FIFA Club World Cup 5-3 to three to Al-Hilal. But it was not a Europe versus South America final. This is good. Yeah, it's good to it's good to have new new teams in there. It's nice to see um, the African teams get into that the the, the third place game um, and have a Asian team in the final. That's great for sure. Um, and then yeah, the thing we alluded to uh, earlier today: um, Liverpool two, Everton zero. Correct, MJ. We 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 had. Uh, several Liverpool, or sorry, sorry, several Everton fans um, at the uh, the black car to watch the game. Why were you yeah, not there? I, you know where I was. I was with the Minnesota Toffees at, at Lagonia. Wow. Oh, we, yeah. we, we had a, a good crew of, of uh, Toffees cheering on Everton there. Um, and, Cowards. And how was it at Blackheart? What, what was that experience like? Eh, you know, it was fun. And that it wasn't really that fun. Um, we had uh, uh, G, uh, Rodrigo's daughter, um, skipped out of school early to be there. So, oh, well, yeah. and, and how did that go? That's more entertaining than the game itself. Oh, it was good. I think that was maybe one of the, she, I think uh, G, that was maybe the first match. First, it was definitely the first league match that they saw uh, as a victory as becoming, since becoming a Liverpool fan. So that was right. fun for, the, for them. Um, right. Otherwise, yeah, uh, Andy and, and Tim were there, and it was, you know, it was good times. Yeah. So, next time, you know, get your ass down to Blackheart, man. <clears throat> or, you know, come to Ladonia if you're of the Everton variety. Oh, I don't know. Why would, why would you do that? I live in St. I live in St. Paul, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, no, fit, hey, don't hey, fit very far hey. from my house. If you don't like leaving St. Paul, don't go go to Blackheart. But I'm saying, yeah. like, if you want to hang with me, you should come to Ladonia. I would say uh, you could eat some of MJ's food, but MJ does not share food, so you would yeah, not no. get to eat any of MJ's food. So I respect that. MJ has always has like really good food, and you're like, oh man, I would love a bite of that. And MJ's like, nope. At least he's upfront about it. And no, no, and, and mad respect for that. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to begrudge MJ at all and of that. I think, David, you have witnessed me on those rare moments when I do share food. I think I, I maybe once or twice. Yeah, for sure. So I can't even, it's here, like a, a buffet slice, situation. A there, you know, I can't even, okay. slice of pizza there. Um, cool. All right. I, I'll just close this up the podcast up by saying, um, the Wonderwall elections are happening. Uh, starting thursday morning um if you are listening to this on tuesday or wednesday during the day we're doing the wonderwall summit uh at starting at 7 p.m at the summit brewing uh raskeller uh, the brew hall there um come i think you probably get a free beer i'm not 100 sure on that how much do i have to pay to vote you have to pay 25 dollars one time if you've already bought a wonderwall uh gbc membership 
than a share, a GBC share, then you don't have to pay anymore. You right. just need to be, you also just need to be a active paying member of, a, of an SG. So if you are a season ticket holder in the Wonderwall, you are already qualified. If you are not, if you sit in another section, um, you can buy either a Red Loons, Dark Clouds, or TNE membership. Um, as addition, addition to the Wonderwall share, if you, either you already have um, or you pay for it before the election starts, then you can vote on, we have four positions open uh, on the board this year. Um, I am, I was elected last year, so I'm not running this year, but you can definitely, if you're interested in how the Wonderwall runs and, and any of that stuff, like this is the opportunity to get involved. Um, even if you don't want to get involved and run, like literally uh, uh, vote or the nominations will be done by the time this podcast goes up. But in, in the future, um, if you're interested in learning about, a little bit more about how the Wonderwall runs, which is honestly, in my estimation, should be nothing be nothing more than an administrative thing, but it, it's become much more, unfortunately, um, then you should come to the meeting on Wednesday and just and ask questions. I'm I'm always I'm all and again I'm always willing to answer questions, either online in person, so at games, um, at the bar, um, over Twitter or whatever uh, about how the Wonderwall works and what you know we should fix about it because I think there's definitely a lot of things that need to be fixed about the Wonderwall. So, and I just want to say to fans listening to this podcast that. Maybe you don't want to get in the politics side of one of all as far as like you don't want to be on the board, but this whole group, the fun that you have in the Wonderwall when you're at the stadium, none of that comes for free. It's all run by volunteers. And so if you have ideas of how to do that better or you want to help volunteer in maybe a non-board capacity or you want to make connections with the board members and just ask. Or paint TIFOs. Can you paint TIFOs? Yeah. So anyway. Please yes. come out, ask Zeller questions, or you know, say Zeller, fuck you. I'm going to ask this other <clears throat> board member a question, and those are good things to do. That's I mean that's fair. If you want to tell me to fuck off, like listen, you're not you won't be the first person in the world, and um, you, won't you won't be the last. You won't be the last, and I'm, you know, I'm happy to listen. You know, you can tell me to fuck off, but I'm also going to like ask you some questions about how you're engaged with the organization and with and how you'd the, like to be fun and and no. the supporter groups i mean maybe i mean probably not because i'm i'm, I'm respectful i'm you know i'm married i'm a and i'm a dad I, but but honestly like i'm you know you can tell me you can come tell like tell me to fuck off but like i'm also gonna be like so what are you doing to get involved and i think that is the whole point is that and you don't it doesn't have to be necessarily with the wonderwall although the wonderwall has a lot of like important things in terms of um, things like TIFO, away travel, like, but you can get involved with your SG. If you're getting involved with your SG and you want to come tell me to fuck off for some reason, by all means, but like, I'm going to ask you why, I'm, why you're telling me to fuck off. And if you have a good reason, great, cool. You can come and ask Zeller a question. And if Zeller isn't the best person to answer that question, he probably knows someone in the Wonderwall or in an SG that is better equipped to answer that question. Or I, an additional opinion. I guarantee you, I can I can tell you uh, uh, who you should tell to fuck off if, if I'm not the person that you should be you should be being told to fuck off. And I have, exactly. a, I have a, it's, that's I, the important part about this, Zeller. Is like I have a I have a laundry list of people, including people in SDs and people in the uh, uh, Minnesota United front office that you can um, convey your fuck offness to if you if you really want to. So um, please come find me. Uh, I, I'm I've been advocating 
on the Wonderwall board for like office hours, which is basically like we have at least one or two people at the front yeah. of or at the top of the sections. I think um, that's important for a short period of time. Um, so like 15 minutes before kickoff, 15 minutes like during halftime, um, 15 minutes before kickoff during halftime, and then um, you know figure out some other times where people like with we have uh things where we can just like hey come talk to us. So anyways. That's Let's it. Do that. that is the end of the podcast. Uh, please rate and review us wherever you can find us. Uh, Patreon.com slash the days. I know if you're interested to get involved. I have some, uh, I haven't taught these guys, but I have, I have some thoughts and ideas on a, uh, a sort of a, a slanted uh, Patreon sort of sub podcast. We'll figure it out. Ooh, at, TDI, at TDIKMN on Twitter. If you want to tell me to fuck off. Um, if you want to do it personally at Texas Zeller, um, <laughs> if you want to uh, give MJ shit for his team going down, you can reach him at MJ Matsui. And if you just want to like give just compliments, Jessica one, four, four, zero, eight, three, nine or two, just send her, send her good vibes and send her uh, pictures of hot men with buns. So <laughs> um, that's it. Uh, MJ, Jess, thanks so much. This has been a blast, as always. Uh, as always. Like a really good you, a really good therapy session. So um, love you guys. Nothing and we'll, less. And we'll talk to you all next week. Uh, well, we do have our, our MLS and Minnesota United preview. So stay tuned for that shit. Oh, yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. As you do yours, land here, become feet, con. Yeah, uh, we, we yeah. do our thing, son. Do the act we attract to, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. Do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we, we do our thing, son.